this episode, Dude and Tyler get together for a quick episode with E.H. Taylor, Barrel Proof, and Small Batch. We talk about E.H. Taylor's history and break down the expressions of each bottle. Find out what they think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Dude Paul. I'm joined by Tyler Schaefer. and Tyler with the sexy voice again, trying to bring all the girls to the yard. <laughs> uh, so today we've got uh, just the two of us. We're doing a kind of a smaller episode just to, you know, uh, celebrate me getting a new bottle of bourbon, which is uh, E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. So you might have heard a little bit about this on the Halloween episode. We drank some of this, and I just opened it that night. Um, so we're going to have some of that against regular small batch, just compare the two. Um, I think you're going to be surprised. It's real, What did you pour first? Really Sorry. Good, uh, small batch. Okay, that's We're going to go low to high. Yeah. So. And I love small batch. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a good just standard. I, I, I think it's one of my – I think it is my favorite – uh, Buffalo Trace standard offerings, and I consider. I mean, a lot of them are. They're the all. Distillery. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of them are still allocated, but I think it's like of their standard products. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. Well, I mean, and that's what I mean. Like you can get it at the distillery. Yes. So, like, it may not be every day, but between that, Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, Weller, Weller Antique. Um, I do they have antique ne- antiques never at the distillery? No, yeah, uh, but special reserve is, but you can get it here in Ohio. That's why I yeah. mentioned it. Did you grab a, an antique recently? Mm-hmm. I have, dude, I haven't had it in a long time. I haven't time. either. I saw it and I was like, screw it, I'm gonna grab one because yeah. you cleared me out. I know I did. Um, and I hadn't gotten little any did sense we then. know that yeah. we would never see it for another year after you cleared me out. The only thing I had left was a screw top. Same, I have, I have about three pours of a screw top. Left. I've got about half a bottle of a screw. And it's probably on. shit now. It's just sitting no, it's there. it's fine. It's fine. You keep it in the basement. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to do a little bit, something a little different today. We're going to talk about E.H. Taylor, the history. We're also going to talk about our stupid live nonsense that we always uh, talk about. But we're going to add in a little bit of history there so you get some information. Um, did you know that- The Muffin current, Man? The Muffin Man. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Colonel Edmund Haynes- that's what E.H. stands for. Edmund Haynes Taylor was born in Columbus, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I was not aware there was a Columbus, Kentucky. Back in 1832. So he's a descendant of uh, two United States presidents, James Madison and Zachary Taylor. Did you know that? Did not. Did not. Um, but he worked as a banker and a politician in Frankfurt. Um, he was even uh, serving the city's mayor for 16 years from 1871 to 1887. So uh, it was while he was working as a banker that he first began to finance local distilleries around Frankfurt. In 1869, he bought uh, his distillery, purchasing the small Leestown Distillery and Carlisle Distillery. 
and the Carlisle Distillery. The following year, he renamed that distillery, guess what? Old Fashioned Copper. Mm. Um, or OFC. You might know that one. Uh, although many believe the original name was Old Fire Copper in 1878. So Taylor ran into financial trouble and sold the distillery to George T. Stagg. Stagg then hired Taylor to run the distillery, which he renamed after himself in 1904. The freshly renamed George T. Stagg distillery would eventually become the current Buffalo Trace distillery, uh, which was uh, renamed that in 1992. So what do you think? Did you know all that already? I did not. All right. So let's, uh, let's take the small batch. Let's nose it. The nose on that is just so good. It is. There's a sweetness to it that's just it's like always a there. Fresh pear to me. Yeah, there's there's definitely um like a crisp fruit kind of smell to it. Maybe a little floral, but not too much. No, nah, there's not much floral. Yeah, to me. that's it. Like it's. I think that's still part of the the, the fruitiness. Fruit. Yeah. yeah, that's what I get. There that, is like some sort of you know almost like a confectionery or a sweetness to it. Um, the nose. I mean, it's very like Granny Smith apple pie. Yeah. That ah, pie. That's a good. That's a good uh, comparison. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna dive into this though because it's. Mm. It's been a while since I've. I've oh. I was hoping when I was down there um, uh, recently, and I. I mean, I got a, uh, a Blanton's, but I, I went back the next day, hoping that they would have either Eagle Rare or E.H. Taylor. Special Reserve. Fucking Special Reserve. Or Sazerac. Those are the two that I just yeah. don't care. They have. I think they have Sazerac every day now. Do they now? Yeah, because it was it was I th- I thought I remember seeing them both days. Okay, and I was like, but which, which by the way, if if you've never been to Buffalo Traces Distillery, it's fantastic. It smells amazing. Um, it's been forever since we've done a tour there. Yeah, um, so I, I can't really speak to that. I've done two tours there. Yeah, and you've done one of the the high end ones, right? Well, yeah, I mean like high the end, but only? they're all no, no, no. I had a chance to possibly mm. do the VIP tour. Uh, with Ronald Rankin, but we ended up not being able to go. Something happened that year, and I don't remember what it was. I, I think I was starting a new job. I think I was starting at Xerox yeah. and, and when he was going, because he was going in March, and I started at Xerox mid-February, yeah. so I couldn't go. Okay. Um, but I've done the... Um, uh, it used to be called the Hard Hat Tour. I did that with AJ, mm-hmm. and then I did the regular... Uh, what is it? What's it called? The Trace Tour or something like that? I think like we that? did that. No, that's what I meant. I've done that one twice with you, with Trina. Yeah. Those were two different experiences. That's when we met Logan Haynes, who is yep. now the uh, Rick House, uh, basement Rick House guy yep. on Instagram. Um, he did our tour there, actually, mm-hmm. and he was on the tasting panel at the time. That was really good. Yeah, that was a really good tour. It was much better than the one I did with <laughs> Trina, which with Trina, they just played a video. Yeah, this guy just talked us through the whole thing. It was cool. Yeah, um, and then the the hard hat tour was really neat. You went back into the Pompeii area where they um, had unearthed, and then now they're recommissioning um, some distillery type stuff, uh, uh, aging vats or or mm. something like that. I, I don't remember what all they were doing, but they were they're redoing all that stuff and they're putting them back into production. Very cool. And then it was right on the river. Uh, but they, they, uh, they, I think it was actually referenced in Neat when they, when they, the uh, archaeologist guy. Yeah. And they didn't do it in Neat, but they referenced them finding, unearthing that old uh, part of the distillery in Neat. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of neat. <clears throat> but, but that, that gift shop is. Oh, it's great. Second to none. So they have a ton of cool stuff there. What I, 
and, and I will, I'll say my favorite gift shops are probably the Four Roses new gift shop. That's a good one. Yes, very um, nice. The Buffalo Trace one is a really, really good one. Um, and, and the Buffalo Trace one, I think I like not because of the bourbon they have there, but they just have a ton of stuff there. Yes, that's what I mean. Like as, as decorations far as, and like, like you knickknacks. Could, and and it's, it's not one like – it's not just one of their brands. It's not just Buffalo Trace. Like yeah. you can get stag stuff, Weller stuff, like you know shirts, yeah, um, little little milk carton, crate yeah, things. sweatshirts. Like, but then the knickknacks, and especially around Christmas time when yeah. you can get their ornaments, ornaments and things. Yeah, you can get all of it. Yeah, and it's just a nice. Do you remember the first time we went there? How much different it is now? Oh yeah, compared to the first time we went there. The first time we went there was just like a the gift shop was almost like an afterthought. Yeah. And it was just this small little corner in the back of the room. And then now it's expanded back so far into the building, and it's huge. And, and it runs like a freaking, you know. It's big. But they run it so efficiently that yeah. you're never in line for too you long. You see the line, and you're like, fuck. And then but it's then, just like, boom, Yeah, boom, five boom, minutes boom, later, boom, you're out. You're out. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. That yeah. wasn't so bad. And they have carts. Yeah. Or a little uh, uh, wagon or they're wagon like carts. Little, it's almost like a um, an airport or an airport luggage. Thing, oh yeah, yeah. But it's but it's more of a grocery yeah. cart with the wheels, so you can tilt it and roll around, which is kind of neat. Yeah. But the expandable handle, you know, yeah. on them. And there's a lot of people that you know. Hopefully, on our trip, no one's like, I don't want to go to Buffalo Trace. Like, I want to go to Buffalo Trace, you know, just to see what they have that day. But also, I I always like to pick up a Buffalo Trace. Yeah. And around that time of year, because it's December, I like to get a bourbon cream. Yep. Because I'll start to put that in my coffee around Christmas and stuff. Um, and then uh, you know, just to see, like you said, some of the knickknacks and stuff they have. Yeah, for they sale. have really and they have awesome books ornaments and stuff for sale books, there. Yeah, like. Just the gifts, you know, I always try to grab a, when I'm at a distillery, I always try to grab, you know, a Glencairn. Yeah. Um, oh, did so, I tell you when I went there, um, the last time I went there, it was with, um, I wasn't with Trina. Oh, it was uh, when I went down with um, with Jason. Jason to do yeah. the wild turkey pick. I stopped by there and uh, on the way down and, or it might've been on the maker's mark tasting whichever but they had it set up to where if you bought a bottle of whiskey didn't matter what you bought they had these uh, square rocks glasses that say buffalo trace on one side mm. and a picture of the ofc um uh rick house on the cool. other side and uh they were it was six dollars for two of them mm. so i was like hell yeah i'll yeah. take two yeah i almost bought like four or six like you because you could, there was no limit. You could, they, they were standing there with a box and handing them out to you. I think Four Roses did this, but I could be wrong on that. But I love how Wild Turkey, if you buy a drink at their bar, you get the glass for free. And I forgot yes. about that. Wild Turkey, I, I've got glasses back there because of that. Yes. Every year we go, we get a, we get yeah. a drink there. And, and yeah, I love you that too. You can try some of their limited edition stuff. Yep. And then you get the glass for free. And you're right. like, oh, that's worth $15 alone. Yeah. So that's really nice. I like that too. And then I usually get... Um, Did Four Roses do that when we got drinks there? I don't have I don't a glass from them, so I don't think so. Because okay. I got an old-fashioned there. So if Does I, anywhere else do that? I, you get the, the Lux glass Row might have done that. I don't... Because I think I've got a Lux Row glass back there. But I can't remember if that was from a tasting or not. But I, I don't I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. But Wild Turkey, that's one of the things I did love about them. Jason's glass is still the best. Yeah, Jason's glass is awesome. I fucking love that. It is. I drink out of it all the time. Yeah. I'll drink my bourbon out of it. It's yeah, neat. exactly. It's it's almost too narrow for a thick rock glass yeah. or rock ice yeah for like an old fashioned. 
Um, but it's perfect. And the way it kind of, um, what do you call that when it like indents in the middle near the bottom, it almost still gets a good aroma out of yeah. it. But I love that glass. Go That's back funny. to the nose on this. Well, we haven't even talked about the taste yet. I know, but we were one sip in. Yeah. Well, this is now like apple cobbler. Right. You get a little bit of the cinnamon on the nose. Yeah, this is really, really good. Um, I, I like that apple cobbler. Ooh. Yeah, because you get some of the, the cinnamon you, starts to come through on the nose the after brown you had sugar a drink on the, the nose. Yeah, brown and sugar. It, but it, you get some of the apple crisp as well. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, I see that good. the picture that I posted on our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the uh, Middle West spirits in the picture. We mm-hmm. we added that after I took the picture, and that was a really good thing to add for the candy. Very with, nice with the chocolates and stuff. That sherry finish was really good. Um, yeah, so. I love the Buffalo Trace Distillery. I know, yeah, Blanton's whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't care if they have Blanton's there that day. The things I'm really usually looking for when I go there is E.H. Taylor, Eagle Rare, or Blanton's. Those are the three. Here, here's the here's the other thing, too. Um, even if it's a Blanton's day, I realized with the amount of stock that they had when I showed up at 12, you don't have to be there. Right you don't the have day. to be there. Yeah. So, and remember when we went the last time it was a Blanton's day, we just showed up. It was, it was for our trip last year. Yeah. And the line, the was, line was ridiculous, yeah. but that was a little bit of, you know, Hey, we had to be somewhat on schedule. Right. Well, that's leaving what we, a little bit later. Wouldn't really make sense. Well, and, and back. So here's the other thing is, Coming out of COVID, not all the gift shops opened, came out of COVID at the same time. They, yeah. they didn't all, and what I mean by that is they didn't all go back to their original pre-COVID hours sure. at the same time. So like uh, Buffalo Trace was one of the first ones to go back to like a 9 a.m. entry or, yeah. or opening or something yeah. like that for their gift shop. Other places were like 10. Some sure. were noon. Some are noon. And I think on Google, it even still says noon for so some they're of them. they're closed some days. Like, right, like Monday, Tuesday for yeah. some. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I agree with that. That's it's, it's interesting how they came out of it. But that's one of the reasons why we would go to Buffalo Trace was because they were open first. Yeah. And then we could get out of there and get to Four Roses as it was opening at 10 yeah. or, you know, Wild Turkey or whatever when it was opening at 10. And so that's one of the reasons why – plus – in our direction we're coming from, it's the first one you run into. Yeah. You know, unless you go to Louisville first. But yeah, I I think it makes sense to go there. And, and even with the line, as long as it is, you get in and out pretty quickly. Sure. I, I, they run it so efficiently that we're generally out of there by like 9.30, 9.45 at the latest. And then we can get to the next place by 10. Yeah. Generally. Um, but yeah, that's why we stopped there first. And By the way... We'll see how it goes when we, if we're in Louisville and we get to stop by Michter's. If if this is like year, I sent them an email. Good, because I was gonna say, if but we, they still said, dude, they, it, they don't announce that like they do the tours. They don't let you do reservations of that ahead of time. What yeah. they do allow you to do is call there the morning of or go there the morning of and get on the list if they're doing it that day. Yeah. So I told you, and you saw the video, right? When I went to Michter's uh, with Jason for the wild turkey pick. The the morning of the wild turkey pick, they all went there and made reservations to come in and and do the uh, uh, fill your own bottle experience. Yeah. And I just you I, didn't. I didn't. I wasn't there yet. But then when I got there, they had one spot left. Ooh. So so, so I we'll have to them. do that. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to call Saturday morning. I was just gonna say it. like, 
if it's a no-go for three years in a row, I'm about to write a fucking email and be like, listen, we've been here for fucking three years in a row and yeah. every single year it's a no. Right. Like, why even do this? Yeah. Like, why they even- They should do it every day. Yeah, they should do it every day. Why not? What's like, don't advertise it. I mean, don't do shit, it. they charge like ridiculous amount yeah. for it. I mean, you're, I, and I know what you're getting is cool, so it's worth the, the price in my yes. opinion, but what they charge for, it's not like- you know, they're giving it away like Buffalo Trace does for their tours yeah. and their tastings. Yeah. You know, so like, I, I, they many, should do it every day. Yeah. And they should do it every Saturday. Yes. Every Saturday. That's when people are coming. Yes. Why wouldn't you do it on a Saturday? Yep. I, 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 that's their best experience they have. They should do it every Saturday. Yeah. But, but nowhere else do you go, at least off the top of my head, where they advertise for an experience and... Half the time it's not there. And... The, Hundred percent of the time, it's not there <laughs> well, for, for us. Yeah, I mean, not, I've, for me, I've done it once. Yeah, you've done it once. Now, hundred percent of the time, the big surprise for me, which I loved, I signed up for it just blindly, not knowing, yeah, that it was bourbon and not rye that day. I mm. thought I didn't even know they did bourbon mm. for that. I thought it was always rye. Yeah, because that's kind of their big thing, you know. Is the I would, rye. I'd be. I wouldn't be disappointed with the bourbon, but I would be more excited for the rye. I know you would be. I would. But I also have. I would. I would be barrel excited. strength rye. Right. So if I got a barrel strength bourbon, right. I'd that's be why like, I was pumped. I was like, shit, I've never had this before. Yeah. And it was pretty good. The first drink of it was like a medicinal cherry, mm-hmm. but then after it opened up and oxidized a little bit, after <laughs> after we got past the hymen pour, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was really really good. Yeah, I just. Fuck, they're getting an email from me. Not a, not an angry one, but of just like, what are we doing here, guys? What kind of business are we running? What kind of business are we running where three <laughs> years in a row, I come on a fucking Saturday and you don't have anything? Right. If anyone from Michter's ever listens and to this, it's always prohibition weekend. Like, yes. You think you'd be doing stuff it, around that. It, it literally is the, the biggest fucking- The repeal weekend or whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's a repeal weekend. It's Is it the biggest weekend in bourbon? I, I mean- it's a it's a bourbon holiday. It's a bourbon holiday for yeah. sure, and it's I mean it should it's be the Christmas of it's a liquor holiday in general. Of yeah, but it's, yes, bourbon loved it. Like that was bourbon celebrated like crazy for that. Yeah, I just it's always my pet. It's 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 in the back of my mind. I'm like I'm gonna be fucking ticked off since we're only doing two pours this evening. That's fine. I'm gonna give you a little um, bit of a heftier pour of my barrel strength. I look a lot barrel proof. Um. So, uh, Ooh, you know what I cracked open the other night? Not cracked open, but I had when it got down pretty cold. Heath was over, and I'm like, uh, I was like, let's uh, let's have this. And I surprised them. Was the Midwinter's Night Stram? Oh yeah. And Heath was very surprised at how sweet it was. Yeah, I mean, it's he never like, had it before. No, okay. And I was like, I was like, oh, they actually good. get their hands it's on good. a lot of good stuff. Surprised they me do. that they hadn't had it yet. They do. Like, I'm always, like, surprised when I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, they're, like, the, they're in the lost land um, whenever oh, they go Kentucky, down. in Kentucky, yeah, because it's, like, not the trail. No, it's not the trail. Right. And, and truly where it is, it's it's south of where you grew up in. in yeah, um, it's, like, eastern Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm like, well, I always view Lexington as, like, eastern Kentucky, and but it's, it's not. fucking not. No, it's like it goes the all the way to North Carolina. I know. So and Virginia and yep. and Ohio like yep. it, 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 so when I was like how far are you from Lexington they're like probably an hour and twenty minutes I'm like you're fucking an hour and twenty minutes east of yeah. Lexington they they'll walk in places and like it's it's where people just can't afford like they they just can't afford a fucking two hundred dollar bottle of bourbon you sure. know what I mean yeah it makes sense like 
so even if they get stuff in that's allocated, like they can't price it crazy. Yeah. There was one thing uh, Heath was like, "Do you think you know there was a Blands for like ninety dollars?" And I'm like, uh, "It's not the worst." I mean, if you if you're really needing a Blands, like that's, you're running low or you're out of them, and you really or you never have one had stuff, one, right? Or you've never had one. Like the first one I ever bought for you was a hundred bucks. Yeah, and um, and I just remember it was your birthday weekend. I was like, "Well, shit." I mean, you've never had it before. Yeah. So first one. I mean, I'll pay a hundred dollars for and then that. Didn't we get one like shortly after? I had gotten my first one at that Eleventh Avenue. Oh, well, you yeah, you got it outside, like, and they kept telling me no, kept yes. telling me no. Then some guy walked out with one. I'm like, mother. It so was wasn't in. it like right before the trip or something like that? It was. It was because you had gotten one, and then like you're October like October or something. You're like, like that. I didn't have one, and and so you're like, this will be your birthday yeah. Birthday that's birthday. that's exactly how Very it was. Nice. Yeah. Do we have any uh, before we dive into the the barrel proof? Do we have any bourbon blitz? So uh, we are, uh, yeah. So we've got the Airbnb reserved. I've got three people that have not paid me still for that, which are three that I, um, well, one I haven't even asked for actually, um, but the other two don't surprise me with not paying me. Yeah. Um, but one I haven't even asked. I paid you pretty quickly. You did, and and that's that's new for you. It's new. <laughs> Usually it's new. you're handing me cash on our trip. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a bitch. This has been sitting on my credit card for like with, two with months. Jillian's like the other day, like I won't say how much, but Jillian the other day, like just due to her business, like she's like, why didn't you ask cash? I'm like, I didn't know you have cash. She's like, yeah, I have X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. She's probably burying shit in like yeah, she coffee cans, cans in the, in the Like in the fucking backyard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So as we get into this next one, everyone knows it's Colonel E.H. Taylor, right? Well, what does Colonel mean? I mean, in Kentucky, they use Colonel as an honorary term. So it's a, it's an honorary title that they give to people. Think about uh, like like knighthood in England. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So so when someone in Kentucky has lived a life that is worth like, you know, uh giving some sort of accolades for, a lot of times the governor will bestow the honorary title governor. of uh Kentucky colonel. Uh has no affiliation with any type of military rank. Um but it's, you know, recognizing their accomplishments throughout their life. And and usually they're their accomplishments uh, within the state of Kentucky or to better the state of Kentucky. That's a lot of times what, uh, you know, what is happening when they get that, uh, when they get that colonel hood, if you want to call it that. The colonel hood. The colonel hood. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, that is why it's Colonel E.H. Taylor, if anyone was wondering. Um, now, I don't know, and I, I feel like I've read this a few different places, Um before we get into this part of like the E.H. Taylor, uh, I don't want to slander E.H. Taylor, but uh, some of the mythology and the and the the stories like you hear from Buffalo Trace, they don't tell you some of the stuff about him that's negative. Um, they tell you how his influence on you know the uh, Bottled and Bond Act and all that kind of stuff of 1897. Um, but uh, before we get into that, the mash bill. This is the same mash bill that they use for Buffalo Trace for Eagle Rare for. Um, stag so it's mash bill number one and if you don't know at um buffalo trace they have two trees very th- cool they have two bourbon mash bills and then they have a uh, a rye mash bill and then a wheat mash bill so i guess the wheat mash bill is technically a bourbon mash bill as well um, but they have two rye 
high rye, or I'm sorry, two rye-based bourbon mash bills, a wheat-based bourbon mash bill, and then a rye mash bill. So those are the mash bills that they have at um, Buffalo Trace. Uh, mash bill number two is the one that you'll see for things like um, uh, Blanton's. Uh, mash bill number one is what a higher rye for the two. Yeah. So so you, the the mash bill number one is the traditional bourbon mash bill of corn, rye, malted barley, but it's a lower rye percentage. Mash bill number two is the higher rye and, mash bill percentage. And we don't know. The, the actual percentages, right? They don't publish the percentages. Yeah. Um, but they just call it a low rye. Um, and that just means that rye, when it's a rye-based bourbon mash bill, corn is at least 51%. Rye is the secondary grain. And then malted barley would be the third, you know, the tertiary grain. Um, but with this mash bill, they, like I said, you've got Buffalo Trees, Eagle Rare, George C. Stagg, E.H. Taylor, Benchmark. Those are some of the ones that you're going to see uh, in this lineup, uh, all with the same mash bill, which I think is just incredible that they've got that many products that come out of the same mash bill. Yeah. And just putting them in different rickhouses, different levels of the rickhouse, those types of things all get you a different product. Yeah. And a and different it's, it's very cool. expression or taste profile. I just and, think that's really cool. It, it's actually something I haven't really thought about too much. You yeah. know, um, you look at some of the other distilleries and they have some amazing products, but then the mash bills are different. Yeah. And you're, and you're looking at all the different products of Buffalo trace and they come from two. Well, and it, I mean, well, I mean, not counting the weeded one three yeah. and yeah. then rye for the fourth, but they have four yeah. mash bills technically. But I mean, you think about most it, of them come from two. A lot of the, the things that change it are, you know, the, 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 the proof of the bourbon as it's yeah. bottled, that's going to change the profile. The aging time, so the amount of time it spends in the barrel, um, the location in the rickhouse, which rickhouse, the location of the rickhouse itself, yeah. all of those things play a part as to how uh, you know the bourbon is going to mature during its time in the barrel. Yeah, And so that is going to open up different you know, uh, profiles, they know some of that stuff or they sure. can kind of guess some of that stuff. And that's how, you know, you get your blends. That's how you get your Eagle rares. You get your Buffalo traces. As a, as a, um, a side note, one of the things that I was talking with a gentleman at Justin's house suburban was the age, the ages of the, the Oak that they used in the past versus now, you know, and they're using like, what do you mean um, the ages of the oak? Because an oak tree has uh, to be a certain age anyway before they can even cut it down. Correct, and use it. correct. And you're, I you think he said like maybe like seasoning? sixteen years. Oh, but like you're, but the old oak that they used to use, I, they're like hundred year old oaks. I think they have to be like sixty, seventy years before they can use it in a barrel. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure the oak doesn't grow fast. It's not like pine, that that is or maple. You know, something that's softer wood. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I could be. I could be wrong on that, but. You know, I I thought that they were, you know, on some of the older stuff, they're using 100, 200-year-old well, oak yeah, trees. Well, yeah, back in the, sure. Sure. I, and I'm sure they're still and I don't think doing I, that when possible. Yeah, and I don't think that that long ago. You know what I mean? I'm not talking, um, obviously, we're t you know, that's the case 100 years ago. Yeah. But, I'm you know, I would bet until the bourbon craze of like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, they were probably still using some really old stuff. Um, probably. And then, you know, not only that, but they season it. Like sometimes it's, yeah. it's, cause you're not using longer. that for lumber. You're not, I right. Mean, right. 
but they have to season it, and sometimes that seasoning process is shorter or longer. Yeah. That helps too. What was the? I couldn't remember. I was talking to him. I couldn't remember the distillery in Cincinnati. They're not a distillery; they're a finisher. But everything was based off of the Noble Oak place. Yes, but it's since I think it's Cincinnati Distilling Company or something. Okay, like that. okay. Um, and I just think that what he, that guy is doing with the different expressions around um, finishes around the wood was just really, really unique. I yeah. mean, you know, are you seasoning it for two years or six months? Are you seasoning it different weather? Right. Um, and all that plays a part in the, yeah. the finish of the bourbon. So, I mean, that that's just, it's interesting it's how all these cool. things play a part. You go to the distilleries, they always say that they always throw out a percentage, which I don't know how they can quantify this, yeah. but they... A percentage of of what the wood imparts in the flavor. By the way, I don't, I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but the Bardstown, um, uh, Carter—they haven't released it yet. The um, Carter the one, Cellar, the one that you had a taste of. Yes, very good. Yeah, very good. All I right, let's let's nose this bad boy. Are we on their their media list? I don't know. I've sent out so many requests, but I've not. They haven't all responded. Yeah. Nose on this is um, actually very sweet. Yep. But That's what's bad. interesting about this is I, I think this is outstanding. Yeah. What's interesting about this is the proof is actually pretty dang high. It's one. It's one twenty-seven point nine. And you would not guess that. Or, I'm sorry, one twenty-seven point three. You would not guess that it does not drink hot. It doesn't. Not that hot anyway. No. I'm you thinking get a little, one. Teens. You get a little like tingle on the front, at the very beginning, the very front. But we're also That's coming it. from a hundred proofer. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it tastes like it's like a one teens. You don't. You don't get any. You know, um, upchuck in the. In the <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you do you. in Old Forester. It's crazy how good this drinks. Yeah. Like, honestly, I love E.H. Taylor. It's 100 proof, and that's like that sweet spot a lot of times. But this, I mean, this I, is dangerous. The secondary on it came came down, but I, I saw one go for like 420 the other day. and I'm like, Barrel God. proof? Yeah, I'm like, God damn it. God I got it for free. It. I know. How many do you have to have to just give one away for free? <laughs> oh, that's that was my thought, too. They gave away two for free. Yeah. One for Jason, one for me. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, that's, that was exactly my thought is, and did they, I mean, did they go buy them to give them away or did they just have a few sitting around? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't ask them because yeah. I was just like, I was like so happy they gave me that. I was like, wow. All right. This is awesome. Yeah. I was so surprised. So. That's, that's incredible. Going back to the nose. I feel like I get a, a very confectionery kind of nose to it. And there's almost like a hint, almost of a, a hint of bubblegum. And, and, and I think that bubblegum hint is because it's almost like a powdered sugar. Like, you remember the old uh, baseball card packages that you used to get? And they would come with that piece of gum in the bottom with that powdered sugar, and you open it up. Yes. And that's the kind of smell I'm getting. Yeah. So it might not even be gum. It might just be reminding my, me. My of nose gum. isn't great today. But I think that's all. I think that's what I'm really getting is that powdered sugar. That goes on the gum. I don't think I'm getting a gum. I think it just reminds me of gum. Yeah. Hmm. But the, that, along with the sweetness, I think is where I'm getting gum from. But the, the palate on it is fantastic. Yeah, this is a, a long finish, but not like it's not the it's not the proof. 
it's and the proof is probably what's a- amplifying it but the finish is long um some oaky there's some oak on it there's it's very Maybe a sweet. little leather but not too much yeah i mean with the oak i think leather and oak just kind of go hand in hand a lot of times yeah. but this is just outstanding this is um i'd never had E.H. Taylor bar- Barrel Proof, even like given to me as a drink yeah. or bought at a bar. So this is the first experience I've ever had with really? it. Really? And I never, I didn't pay a th- thing for this. So like, I'm not like. That's awesome. I'm you not, have a single barrel though. No, I don't Or you got, we. I had a single you barrel. You had a single barrel. It's gone. It's gone. And we didn't love that. Nah, we didn't. It was probably, <laughs> it's the only single barrel I've had, but it was easily worse than the small batches. Yes. It was. I did not enjoy it at yeah. all, and I thought, well, maybe the longer it sit, but no, it, I never enjoyed it. Yeah. Whenever I wanted to eat, you Taylor, hated it so much. You I fucking drank it. I didn't hate it, but it <laughs> wasn't know. as good as the small batch. The small batch always ranked higher, yeah. and and I did. We did a few blinds, yeah, just to test because and it, just, and it every time the small batch won out, yeah, and and it goes to show, single barrels aren't always the best, but sometimes you find some single barrels that are just like insane, insane, like a little off profile or or on profile enough, but off profile enough to really be like, wow, that was yeah. good, you know. But I, I this E H Taylor barrel proof is it it it's up there for me and what I've had this year. Sure, I think so far this year some of my favorite pours that I've had. The Four Roses limited edition from this year is phenomenal. I've heard. The, yeah, you, you didn't make it that day. I was so upset. Uh, the Michter's 10 that Jason brought over was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the the Toasted Barrel Rye Barrel Proof um, Michter's from this year was really good. That was really, really good. Um, what else did we have this year that was just like there were just some lights out stuff that Jason's brought over this year? Yeah. And um, but those are those are probably my three, and then you add in this that's that's four that are probably my favorites I've had this year. True, and I don't even know that this is a, a limited release from I don't even know what year this is from. This could have been last year, this could have been <sighs> I don't know, but but those are the four best bottles I've had this year. Yeah, I, I would think I, I would say whatever we've had from Jason that he's brought over throughout <laughs> every, the year, every I every mean, time he comes of course. over. Um, and then personally, what I've had is. There's one or two um, Four Roses picks that I've had that are just outstanding. Yep. Oh, that was the other thing. The Rick House CNF, single Rick House CNF was really good. Um, then uh, Brett last last week brought over his yeah. uh, Russell's Reserve single barrel pick from Bourbon Enthusiast from Camp Nelson K. Or not Camp Nelson, I'm sorry, Tyrone K. Um that was so good. Yeah. It, w- it was almost as good as the single Rickhouse uh, uh, Russells. Yeah, I mean it's just it's. So it, the, there was, and then there's another. Um, uh, there's another Russells pick that somewhere along the lines I had, I'd gotten one that it's just outstanding. Well, and that's Jason's argument well, is like, listen, are you going to pay three hundred dollars for a bottle of single Rickhouse when you might get? An $80 bottle, single barrel, Russell's Maybe, is just outstanding. I think the one that we got our last year uh, when we stopped in, that was amazing. Maybe yes, that was it. That was the one that they had held back and had yes. been sitting like for six months bottled in a warehouse, and then they finally got it. Yeah, when we were on our trip. You're right. And that was really, that was really good. good. Um, but, I mean, I've had so many good picks from them. Yeah. So many good picks. I don't – so I'm up to – I wonder what Jason's at. Um if he keeps track or not, I'm at 120. 
Yeah, I'm um, a. I think I'm. I don't know. I, I'm close to 500. By the way, I actually enjoyed that. Um, oh man, um, go back to that. Uh, yeah, that, the, the finish is getting sweeter the more you drink it. Yeah, uh, the oak and is it called oak and leather that's in Hilliard? Is that a? It's a distillery. Shop? It's a distillery, I guess, in Hilliard. We should probably reach out to them first. Yeah, off. it's just right but over I, there. It's like right by us. I I liked the drink that I had. Where did you have it? So so one, my first drink of the night was. Um, Where were you? The barn. So I went and to the. They, oh, had yeah. a, they had a. The barn has a very good whiskey list. Right. It's it's big, but you're definitely paying for it. Yes. The best thing that they have there is they have a flight. I thought yeah. about it, um, but still didn't get it. Real quick, did they have something from there on their menu? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was twenty dollars for two ounces. What are they doing? What are, What are they I have, making? I have no bourbon? idea. I have no idea. What did you order? It was a bourbon. It was a bourbon, okay. but like it was just like. Are they making it or are they sourcing it? What don't have any idea. It's just right there. I looked it up after you asked me about it. I'd never heard of it. I was like, what? Yeah. And then they also show up on OHLQ. Yeah. As to not having like, if have you looked on OHLQ and does it show up for you? I didn't look. So no. if you look on OHLQ for something. It shows up there, but there's it nothing. It shows up, but they have no stock. And mm. I'm just like, well, why, are they, why are they a then. liquor store? I, maybe their gift shop, mm. they can sell their own stuff. Okay. May, that's the only thing I can think. But they're, oh, damn it. Is that oak and leather? Leather and oak? Leather and oak, right there. Leather and oak. So not available. It's like, so if you're looking for like Old Forest or Whiskey Row, it's not there. But that shows up as a liquor store. Huh. So I wonder if they have a gift shop where you can go buy stuff that they've sourced or made or whatever. We'll have they do. to get, we'll have to get them on. Just go. We'll just go walk in. Walk one day. in one day. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Just check it out. Um, but it's Franklin Street. It's just right over there. Yeah. And it, it, the best part is it's Franklin Street. Well, I saw it on the menu. It says Hilliard, and I'm like, yeah, it says Franklin like, Street Unit E. Unit E. <laughs> so it's like a, it's there's it's, it's a part of a building. It's yeah, not the whole building. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> doing some sort of expressions or whatever. Something's going on. But it had a really good leather and oak tones to them. Interesting. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe they're just aging like, stuff on leather and oak. It, it was like a great cigar blend. It was a great cigar blend. Yeah. Um, I forget what I had the first drink, and I was like, this is solid. Um, but nothing to, like, blow my socks off. Well, I mean, makes sense. Um, they had OFC there for, I think it was like $400 oh God, for an ounce. A, for a half ounce. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, the one cool thing that they do that isn't really that cool, <clears throat> if you order... Uh, your name goes in a drawing, and when the bottle is empty, they basically raffle that bottle off to whoever purchased. So they the can drink. fill it up with fake stuff, seal it. No, no, it. no. It's it's empty. It's just the. <laughs> no, the, I'm saying so. The person who wins the bottle can fill it up with fake stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> reseal it and sell it for yeah. thousands. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? Like, what are your final thoughts on on uh, this particular barrel proof E.H. Taylor? Um. Wow, that gets better as you drink right. it. More and more. I'm like after you leave and Trina comes home, I'm probably going to have some more of this. Nice, you should. It's good. It's and very I, good. I'm afraid that I'm going to have to do what you do and like hide this after a few days because it's going to go down fast. Yeah. Well, like your wife. Just yeah. <laughs> get to the get to the third and call it a day. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or halfway. I don't want to get too far below halfway. Yeah. So, 
Um, but yeah, to answer your earlier question, the trip, we have the Airbnb booked. We have a tasting at Jim Beam booked, mm. which is the... It's not the one we did last year, right? We've never been to Jim Beam. Sorry. So, I was thinking no. of uh, uh, <laughs> Evan Williams. No, this is Jim Beam. Yep. And uh, it's at 3 p.m. in the afternoon on Friday. So we could potentially do the tasting and then stick around for dinner at the kitchen table if we Ooh, wanted to. Very nice. Um, or if we decide it's till, still too early or something like that. Or we could, if we're thinking uh, we're done, it's 2 o'clock, let's go to kitchen table now and eat lunch, late lunch or something. Yeah. We could do that too. Sure. Um, but that's the only thing we have reserved so far. Reserved. We haven't even roadmapped of like where well, we we'll go stop through the We'll go through and- the typical stops, I think. And I, I've never been to Jim Beam. Neither yeah, is Jason. I'm neither not. of you. And I, I wanted to go somewhere we hadn't been before. I don't think we're gonna make it to Makers, right? It would be tough. I mean, we could go. It would be tough. What's today? It would be tough. It's first. Yeah, it's just so far out of the way. It is. And 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 you're not guaranteed anything when you get there. Well, and and not only that, but like, not that they're bad, but you're whenever not you get, the get there. You're yeah. You're not getting the cellar age, and the one thing I it's like the wood finishing series, and you're like okay, but like but is now the wood finishing series is done. Yeah, it's like half the time when you go there, it's like they don't they have nothing unique, nothing. They, but unique. they have their own like private selects that yes. they've that they've crafted there, which yeah. is you know I'm always for a private select. Those are all good. They are, but there's something that. Um, but now that 101 is available everywhere, it's, yes. and now that uh, the 46 cask strength is it's available, everywhere. it's just sitting on the shelf. I sent a picture to Brett. There's like sitting 12 there. sitting on the shelf at, it's not at, moving at Giant all. Eagle. I've seen them everywhere. And um, so I've got two of them right now, so I'm like not in a hurry to get more. Yeah. Um, but the 101 is one of my – I like the 101. It's good. My The biggest issue that I have with their, their series, now the OHLQ ones, shouldn't they be coming out now? Yeah, I think they're coming soon. Because because it's around that Thanksgiving time where they usually do like bread pudding. But you know what? Yeah, you, but you know what ones. sucks is Jason has three amazing picks coming out here in the next month. Bourbon enthusiast is supposed to tomorrow have a pick of or no Friday is supposed to have a pick of Russell's coming out. Yeah, and I'm like I've got all these like amazing picks happening right before we go on the trip. I was part of the pick with Jason. And, I I know those are good. And uh, yeah, we got some other stuff too. Potentially, we'll see. I'll let you know. You mean air. from JD? You already told me about no. that. No, oh. no, more stuff. Well, and then that's the other thing. So while we're in Louisville on Saturday, Jason's trying to set up a barrel pick on yes. Saturday. Yeah. So that'll be the other thing that potentially determines how we manage our day on saturday one of the things that i wouldn't mind going to is um one i have almost zero desire to go back to heaven hill yeah i gift the shop last time, gift shop i've been because so they, they had larceny last time we went there yeah barrel proof so i wouldn't mind going to the gift shop stopping and see what they have and then leaving sure if we're in town because their you, gift you shop's should. not bad but We'll be in town. Bardstown's right there. I mean, I, I want to hit Bardstown Bourbon I want to go to Bardstown. That's what I was going to say. I want to go to Luxro, and I want to go to Heaven Hill. Yep. You can't go through um, and not stop at those places. I, I wouldn't mind doing something at, at Bardstown. That's the tough thing, though, is when are we going to get there? Exactly. And then we have to be up at Jim Beam, which is like an, uh, 40 minutes away from there. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I'm trying to figure this out. It's yeah. it's tough. Like honestly, organizing all this stuff, knowing that you have to, you know, that there's always. And here's the thing: like gift shops. I had so much fun last year when we threw off our schedule by staying at Four Roses and having a drink at the bar. Yes, that was fun. Yeah. Like that's the stuff that we sit there. Ooh, we have to go back to Four Roses. Yeah, oh, for that for sure. Like I could care less if we go to Woodford. No, because I generally I got the speaking, bottle. No, but generally speaking. But yes, it's just the only thing they ever have there is their regular stuff. Yes, and unless it's a special release time, which generally it's not it's like, for us. W- yes, and it's like a w- one day a week, right? Or one day here and there, you know what I mean? And yeah. I and I got the bottle. So so that's not. I'm not that concerned about Woodford. I love Woodford. If I went to Woodford, what I would want to do <sighs> is their tour. Yes, which I would never have time for. We never. We we just don't make time for it. That's all. Sure. Like we could always do. We could always do Buffalo Trace, then go to Wild Turkey, Four Roses, and then back to Woodford for a tour if we wanted to. You know. Yeah. We could do that. Um. But we've just never done it that way. Yeah. We always end up at Bardstown. I would I would rather go to Wild Turkey and I would rather go yeah. to Um by the way, has has Jason said anything about when Wild Turkey's opening their It's no, but the when I was there, Bo Garrett said it was yes. looking to be early twenty twenty four. Yes. But I think Jason might be going back to that. For that opening? Yes. Well, if he does, I'm going with him. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm telling you that now, Jason. If you're listening, me too. Because no, you're not invited. (laughs) You can drive separately. (laughs) But um, no, I want to go if they have like a grand opening or a ceremony or something. I would love to go. Yeah, I I love Wild Turkey. Yeah, like I I love Wild Turkey. I know. Like I was so excited when he invited me on that uh, barrel pick. That was so fun. You know, meeting uh, Bruce Russell. Did uh, Did Jason pick anyone for the Jack Daniels? I think it's this I don't month. know. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I didn't even I didn't even ask. I put for my it name because I, put, I figured I might be starting a job around then. So yeah, I, I put my name in the hat, but Yeah, I didn't. It's probably like fuck this kid. <laughs> I mean, that's what we say. Yeah. Usually. <laughs> All right. So your final thoughts on this. One more there sip. One more sip and then tell me what it's, you think. It's fantastic. It's I just it's getting better as I drink it. The mouthfeel is amazing. It's a very like oily, uh, viscous mouthfeel, which I think comes from a barrel proof sometimes. But like, it's, it's really it's good. definitely not thin at all. It's got a texture, like not I don't want to say texture, but it's got it's got that taste of a texture. Is there anything that you could read off on this barrel proof that is very unique to it? I, I mean, no. Like, I, hey, look for X, Y, and Z. It's just it's sixty three point six five percent alcohol, one hundred and twenty seven point three proof. That's the only thing that I can tell you. Gotcha. I don't know when this was made. I don't know what year this was released. I don't know any of that stuff. Um, I think the tax stamp at the top might have, but but this isn't technically a bottled and bond, so I don't think it has to have that information on it. So I don't sure. know. Um, it just says barrel proof. It looks like a tax stamp, but it's not an official tax stamp. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I just know it's outstanding. It's It is so good. It is it's better than I actually expected it to be because you know how a lot of these things, they just get big for their britches, if you will. Sure. You know, they start to just get a name and like people just, if it's Buffalo trace, everyone wants it. Yeah. And you know, like the amaranth and the, or the tornado survivor, whatever, like all of those, 
I'm sure they're good, but like they get this name and they go for you know hundreds of dollars and I don't know. This yeah. was this was just to me a lot better than I expected. Sure, I was really impressed by this bottle. And it, it helps that you paid zero dollars for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But but it also, I'd be more apt to tell you if I didn't like something if it was if it was zero sure. than if I went and spent two hundred dollars and I've been looking like, forward to it for years and then I'm like, eh, it's okay. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's really good. But it, you know, it's like, yeah. But this is something I have no vested interest in. So I didn't pay anything. That's a, that's I got it for free. Like really. Uh, curious point for you. You saw this sit on the shelf. What would you pay secondary for that bottle? Ooh, that's a good question. Now that I've had, I mean, you've had. Obviously, it. they're not all the same batches. Correct. So they're going to be different year to year. How however often, however, yeah, however often they batch them. Yeah, they're going to be different. Uh, this one here, if I knew it was going to taste like this, yes, I might go one fifty two hundred. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would be the limit for me. Yeah. It's tough for you me to go over $200. You certainly spent more on worse. I, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, same. No, no doubt. Very same. No doubt. If I knew it was going to taste like this, I'd pay up to $200 for it. Sure. What's the worst purchase you've ever... Um, buyer's remorse-wise, probably the Boss Hog. Yeah. yeah. It's $500. It's good, but it's not so good that you're just like, woohoo, I'm glad yeah. I paid 500 bucks for that. I mean, it was good, but it, to me, it was like a $200 bottle of whiskey. So I would say mine is I paid 125 or 129 for Kentucky Owl, which was just, yeah. that was back in the day, yeah. just stabbing in the fucking heart. <laughs> um, no, what I, is the, what's the most expensive one that you've paid for that you're I, like, I think, that's worth it? Oh, well, I was going to say that that may be the most expensive bottle I've ever bought. What? Was the that uh, Boss Hog or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but what's what's the most I know, expensive I know what you're one? That, I, I, I get the question. I know I that just, you have not paid a lot of secondary. I really don't. neither have I. I generally don't. Yeah. Um, I That I was happy with? Yeah, you're like, ah, that's probably I'd, fucking worth I'd probably it. say Lux Row, the 12. Yeah. The double the double uh, barrel, 12 years. Every Every one of those has always made me happy. Yeah, I love I just, those, and they're like one seventy five, one eighty, something yeah. like that. And I, I can buy that every if it's a if it's in the gift shop, I buy it. Yeah, because it's it's never let me down. Every every single time I have it, it's just it drinks too hot to me for whatever God. reason. I don't I, know see, why. I don't, I don't think that. I know you don't. And I actually had it in a blind with JD, and I and now the barrels in there were supposed to be older. Yeah. But for for some reason, I I I was told that they were like fourteen year old barrels in there. I don't I don't know. Um, but it was good. Yeah, and I didn't know it until after the to fact. To me, it's always I like, good. I was like, "Damn." Uh, the other one would be even the Rebel um, single barrel, um, yeah. the Weeder. So the the most expensive expensive bottle that I bought, I actually just confessed to Jillian the other day, um, was the Bland Straight from the Barrel. That was worth it. I I truly. What think did you pay for that? Two fifty. Oh, that's not that's not bad for Straight from the Barrel. Yeah. But it's but I truly drink it and I'm like, it's good. I I what would you pay I, for this E H Taylor? I, I I don't think that I would have a problem paying two fifty. Yeah, 200, I mean two hundred. I I think two two hundred. Yeah, maybe two fifty. Maybe I like. Yeah, but I'd have to know it was this bad. Exactly. Like, exactly. Okay, uh, it's so good. Yeah, I was. But you really just you surprised. also don't see really E H Taylor. I mean, I one really like E H Taylor. I do too. 
Especially at their, their we, get MSRP. The, we get the small batches enough at the distillery. Yes, that, that we're like that. I have enough. Fantastic. I've got like four or five back yeah, I, there. I do too. I don't know how many, but something like that. So, so I really, really enjoy it. And then the barrel proof. Now I've really only seen barrel proof from four to five hundred dollars, and I'm like, I'm not paying that. Yeah, but if I, I saw it much. for two hundred two fifty, I'd be I like, fuck yeah. And here's here's a good example that wild the wild turkey generations it was really good yeah wasn't worth four hundred fifty dollars MSRP fuck it's that much yes it's I insane it was like no it's insane that's the MSRP is four fifty it's insane but it's good it's just not that good yeah and and I get what they're doing they're capitalizing on the combination of all three generations creating a bourbon together hence the name yes um. It's just not it's not worth four hundred and fifty dollars. Sure. Unless you're collecting it knowing that it's the only time they're ever going to ever do this, maybe. Yeah. Because he's so old that you're How bad do you think that fucking EH or the uh, Eagle Rare twenty five year is? I have no idea. I, I don't even care. Ten thousand dollars MSRP, I don't care. Yeah. And, uh, and, the and other and one is the the seller aged yeah. makers. It's really good. I'd probably pay that. It's How much? really I, I I don't remember the price for sure. Yeah. It's over two fifty, I believe. Okay, um, but I but that one was really really good. I was surprised at how good that one was. Sure. But Jason claims that like as you drink it, it's um, it doesn't hold up in blinds. Like yeah. if you hold if you do other stuff against it, it doesn't it doesn't do as well. Yeah, I, but but how that I mean, was one we, of the ones that I think we I t- we talk I about this with Jason again. all the time. How much? How often does he have stuff from an abs? Well, well, he paid, no for name, his, yes. he paid for his seller aged. Yes. You can. Um, but how often does Jason have stuff that is just from distilleries that are just pretty much unknown, that are just unreal? It's it's pretty well, often. Well, unknown to you and I. Sure. But to him, he's always on the cutting edge of like yeah. knowing the up and comers and stuff. Yeah. He gets and like and you'll see it in his in his uh whiskey club. Yeah. Like his his private selection Even club. A, he'll have some stuff that you've never heard of that's like, whoa. Yes. Like I remember rare character my, has blown up now. Yeah. He had a rare character that was amazing. Urban yes. enthusiast did it too, but yeah. like but like it was But also like on the same on the same line, like you only like foregrain. Foregrain makes some great, great, great stuff. But who knows about foregrain outside of five percent of the bourbon pop the the bourbon enthusiasts out but, there? Who? Foregrain. I think you mean foregate. Foregrain. Oh. I don't know who that is. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know who foregrain. Let's is wrap either. this up. You're drunk. All right, guys, thanks for joining in uh, for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on yet another hunt for great bourbon. Please give us a five-star review anywhere you are listening. But if you can't, leave some constructive criticism in the review so that we can get better at improving our show. Good reviews help us bring better guests on for your listening pleasure, not mine. But until then, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. <laughs>